This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Merry Christmas! (laughs) Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show post-Christmas celebration spectacular extravaganza spectacular spectacular we are back for a bonus little mini episode yes my name is eric peterson i'm here with my good buddy danny jordan we are back to do a little tiny mini episode a po as we're promising a a small shorter episode (laughs) after our last two two and a half hour (laughs) episodes um we're just doing a little post christmas uh breakdown uh, a little debriefing, if you will. A little dessert. A little dessert. A little, uh, a little, a little tiny pie. cherry on top. Um, mm. We wanted to say thank you again to everybody for all of your uh, listening over the last few months. Uh, we we felt like we needed just one tiny little uh, closing moment. How many times are you going to say tiny little I'm trying to give Danny a hint minute. that we're going to keep I, I feel this like you episode keep looking short. at me you're like, Danny... This must not go over 30 minutes. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. You talk just as much as I do. <laughs> I know, but it's fun for me to like put it all on you and just like blame oh, I, it all. I appreciate on. It's that. all That's Danny's fault. You. <laughs> You're such a great friend. I love you so much. That's brilliant. How was your Christmas, Christmas, buddy? Now. Uh, my Christmas was great. I mean, it was, it was massively merry. It was gigantically jolly, but also uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a, an L word that will go with low key. You know, I like alliterations. Lovingly low key. Lovingly low key. key. (laughs) The the Danny Jordan story. Um, Loquaciously low key. I don't even know loquaciously. It is a word, but I don't know what it means. Loquacious. Are you serious? Now we got already got to do a deep dive. How do you even spell that? (laughs) I'm going to look it up. I think it's L O Q. Where do you come up with these words? Quacious. Oh, there it is. Tending to talk a great deal. Talkative. (laughs) Eric. I didn't know how that you appropriate. Were how like appropriate! In, you were like Encyclopedia Britannica over here. <laughs> I didn't even know what it meant. I just know that I had heard it before. Where did you? He's, where did you learn he's this very word? Loquacious. I don't know where I've heard that word. It's just like a Downton Abbey been, thing. You, you know what it could be? It could be from Spelling Bee. Mm. When I, I did this oh. uh, this show, this Broadway show, twenty uh, fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. I was on the first national tour of it, and that. Because it's a spelling bee, there was a lot of words that we cycled through, uh, and it could be that maybe that's where I learned it. Loquacious is loquaciously a word, though. Let me see. Loquaciously. Oh yeah, loquaciously. Uh, wait, I don't know if it is. Wait, it is. Yeah, <laughs> very talkative. And you know what is so funny is when you read the definition of a word, mm-hmm. and they also use a word to define it that I've never heard before <laughs> in my life. Like one right. of the words to describe loquaciously on the freedictionary.com is, I don't even know how to pronounce it, garulus? 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 I've never garulis? heard that word. Constantine garulus? Something like that. <laughs> so, that was a deep cut for the Broadway Shout out Broadway to all the fans. American Idol fans. That was a deep <laughs> cut for the Broadway. And he's, he's your favorite Broadway rocker, That's uh, right. Constantine garulus. Um, <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. Sorry, Connie. Uh, he might. He's a buddy. Anyway, <laughs> he is. I, I Connie. I he was in a, a, a docu series that I 
that I worked on years ago called High Society. Um, mm-hmm. We sent uh, the star of our show, Tinsley Mortimer, to Rock of Ages. Uh, and then she went on a date. She went and met Connie backstage, and then they went on a date together and had a first kiss, and it was in page six and Whoa. all the... Uh, you know, gossip mags, and, sure. uh, and there was a sneaky pic of them kissing out on uh, Ninth Avenue. I won't tell you who oh took boy. the pic. Uh, oh boy, it was me. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's how we make TV, baby. That's um, right. It's all but it was such a bad pic because I took it on like my old BlackBerry. From, sure, yeah, like two th- two thousand. Sometimes when you look back at those grainy photos from our old phones, it's like, how did we think that this was worth saving? Like this is you can't saving, tell what anything posting, is. Oh, yeah. I look, yeah, like when Facebook memories pop up, it'll be like, Merry Christmas 2009. Here's a, I guess, a photo of me. I don't <laughs> a know. Terribly grainy could be, photo. Just, could just be a guy who looks like me. Yeah, um, totally. Anyway, lo- loquacious is how we got here. Uh, yes. I had a loquaciously low key uh, Christmas <laughs> here with my family. Uh, you know, it's been raining a ton here in Southern yeah. California. Um, which is like great if you're in the mountains because you had a white Christmas. And I probably Snow, said yeah. that about seven times on Christmas Day. I was like, hey, imagine we <laughs> were in, great if we were in the mountains. <laughs> We'd be having a white Christmas. My wife's like, I know, I know. I'm like, I'm just saying. I'm dreaming it is of odd. it. The, the rain in L.A., usually when it comes, it's usually just one day, maybe two days. But it's actually yeah. been like a full week, almost week and a half of rain here. And... I always love when it rains in L.A. like for the first day or two because it reminds me of New York. It just feels like a New York day when it's kind of cold and a little dirty outside in the rain and you got to deal with all that and everything. It reminds me of living in New York. But once it gets past like two days here in L.A., it really is kind of depressing. It's a little like, oh, my gosh, I can't even go outside. I can't, you know, take the trash out without getting wet. This is this is terrible. I hate I'm so glad you bring that up. I. Here in my garage, my garofis, which is where my studio is, sure. Um, I have such a massive pile of cardboard sitting next oh to gosh. our recycling can that I take out whenever it gets to the brim. It is spilling out like a good yeah. two feet at this point in time, and there's just a pile of cardboard boxes sitting around my I recycling thinking, can. I was thinking, I don't want to go out love... in the rain. Come on, no, and you don't want all that cardboard to get all wet. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, what? How much? How much cardboard, even just in Amazon boxes, do you think was sent out and then promptly just oh, wow. you know folded up and put into trash and, and landfills and stuff? There must have been so... Because, I mean, just the amount of cardboard in my house alone from this Christmas of Amazon packages has been nuts. Yeah. I, I can't even... And I'm not like trying to make this like a, an environmentalist post. I'm just saying like... It has got to be so much cardboard that was like sent out and mailed in packages and stuff over, you know, over the last three, four months. It's crazy. Right. Now I'm looking at, I'm trying to get an answer. Like while you're talking, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling furiously over here, trying to figure out like approximately how many boxes did Amazon ship this holiday season? The Ooh. closest thing I could find is that Amazon ships 2.5 billion packages a year. Um, now that doesn't, now there's another like thread that talks about how many boxes, uh, Amazon ships every day. Uh, they're saying about 1.6 million packages a day. Uh, I can't find a clear answer. Do you know that Amazon, you probably know this, but do you know how they, um, when you order something, have you ever ordered something, you know, like a small little, you know, it's like a iPhone case or something and it'll come in a box that seems way too big 
for what they sent yes. it in, right? That's yes. because they do this. They have an algorithm, the algorithm, and mm, they beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> they will figure out how to maximize fill their trucks so that there's no empty space, so things don't bounce around. So that's why yeah. sometimes you get things that are way smaller than the box they need to be in because they were like, oh, well, this needs to go to you know where whatever town, and it's the last box, but it needs to fill a space in the in the truck so that the other things don't you know slide around and stuff it's just crazy how they do it's this so interesting the data that, that they have and the the program that is running all day long but oh, yeah. i do feel like they're kind of shifting away from that a bit because i'm getting a lot more of those like cardboardy looking envelopes these days are you yeah, getting yeah. more and more of yep. those that it says treat yes, this like your box and i do have a note for amazon while we're on the topic of amazon um because Tell they them. are at the heart of Christmas these days, Amazon. Okay, <laughs> the here's the thing. I appreciate what you are doing in terms of like wanting to be more aware of the planet and not sending out so many bubble wrap envelopes. I get it. I appreciate it. I love it. But on your, your these new like cardboardy looking envelopes, it says treat this like a box. Just rip off the sticker and throw it in the recycling. Those stickers do not come off easily. Okay. Can we figure out a new sticker system? I, Eric, I don't know if you've gone through this. I'm sure our listeners out there have gone through this. Where you, I care about the planet. I, res, I have, Are you talking I have, about the like white sticker that has your address on it and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes. The the yellow one that's more like a barcode one, not so much of an issue. It's the big right. one, and you go to like rip, and you're so delicate up in the corner. You're like, I'm going to take it off very gently, and, and you, you it starts to go, right and you're like, okay, okay. And you get about like two inches in, and then it just like goes, and it's like, what what just happened? I'm trying to help the planet here, but you tell me I got to rip off this label if it's going to be recycled, but I can't get the label off. Yeah. So it feels like, Amazon, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but we got to figure out a new sticker system. Why can't you just use the same style of sticker that you use for the barcode that you use for our address label? I or, know Jeff Bezos is listening. Or to why show, not just so like have the... Have the um, the uh whatever your address is like laser printed quickly onto the cardboard then we don't Thank even you. need to deal with stickers i'm sure there's the there's got to be a way there's got to be a way or even better yet if you're going to use drones you probably don't even need the address on there yeah. anymore because it knows where it's going just drop it outside my house I'm down for anyway, that. I am anti-drones delivering packages, for the record. That just seems. <laughs> Did really you see the video of that me. drone that went zero to two hundred kilometers per hour in like half a second? No. Sports Center was this just and for then, fun? Uh, I don't know. Sports Center's Instagram account posted it, and then Joe Rogan reposted it and kind of had an interesting take on it. It's like a video outside. It's like a drone that is sort of sitting almost like on its side. Uh, small drone about the size of your hand um, okay. and it's at like uh, at a park or something like outside of a, a, a playground in a, a big park and you see okay. this drone kind of like raise up and then just take off and it it's claiming that it's going zero to 200 kilometers per hour in like half a second it's okay. insanely fast and what joe rogan posted which i think is probably true i'm not a big like conspiracy theorist and i definitely don't subscribe to everything that joe rogan says but what he posted was he was like if this is the kind of technology that we're seeing posted out in the open then you have to think that the government has things that go even faster than this and even more i just watched it it's nuts right <laughs> It's like a drone where like it's it's on the ground. It's got these blue lights. 
Yeah, I and think it's so. sort of like it's sitting in this cradle thing, and it sort of like starts to tip forward. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just, it just like shoots forward, forward, and then kind of comes back towards the camera. See, this has got to this has got to debunk a lot of this alien nonsense. That's what he, that's what UFO Joe Rogan stuff. said. Is he said right. this is what makes me doubt those UFO videos that like where it seems like well no nothing can move that fast well maybe things can move that fast and i just, just saw it on the internet <laughs> i just saw it on, on a little some drill. guy sitting down to feel some rando sitting yeah. out there in the field in i don't know the south or whatever yeah and he just launched this thing from zero to 200 you're telling me nobody else has that technology yeah and of course the government if it's like an air force plane that detects it or whatever they're not going to want to admit that they have that technology sure. because they don't want another country sure to to think that they have that or to know that sure. they have that anyway here we go again down these deep this you know what this started out with was you loquacious? using the word loquacious <laughs> and somehow loquacious became uh us talking about drones UFOs. and all the UFOs. things all the, but this is i mean look if if someone's listening to this episode at this point in time they're a fan of this show they know what we do they know what our yes. style is and they're here for it and they're clapping along they're hooting, they're hollering, they're laughing. We hope. I hope. Hopefully they can go <laughs> unsubscribe. Never listening to <laughs> really this again. They lost us at Loquacious. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to Christmas, so, though. We should talk should about we? Christmas. All right. I think we should. Because well, this is our, our Christmas, Christmas. wrap-up show. This yes. is our Christmas Ooh. wrap-up show. Christmas wrap-up. Wrap-up show. Ooh, or unwrapped. Good. Christmas unwrapped. Christmas unwrapped Ooh. and rewrapped again. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, Maybe that's what I should call this episode. That's pretty it good. Is, Christmas because I was going to call it the uh, the Christmas 2021 recap, but I no, feel I like, like the Christmas unwrapped yeah. is kind of that's good. That's kind of legit. That's, I like that's it. A yeet. It's a yeet. Bob yeet Banger for sure. I was doing a uh, Peloton ride this morning, and the girl kept saying over and over again, "This one is a banger, a bop for sure." Yeah, and I was like, so we are, we yeah, are you clued into the uh, we are the way that so the kids in. are talking. Um, should so, we? We did get a few more uh, listener shout outs on our Facebook page yeah. uh, and Instagram page and, and Apple reviews and stuff like that. We have a couple more, just to, just a, a, a few more tiny little tidbits so you can realize yes. that people still do love this show, even when we talk about UFOs and loquacious <laughs> uh, low key moments. Um, I got one to These read are like here. the bonus gifts that you bonus open. Gifts. Do you ever have that under your tree where like you have all your like family gifts? But then, like with my wife, she has clients, you know, who will like give sure. a little like family gift, and it's sort of in a bag that just sits at the back of the yeah. tree. And then a couple of days after Christmas, you're like, "Oh, we got another gift to open." Um, oh, that's we good. did that yesterday. I like that. Yeah, we we did so, have anyway. uh, we had some friends that came over that we weren't that we uh, exchanged gifts with them uh, the other day, and it was very fun. My one friend uh, Jane, who is a loyal listener, hello Jane Epstein. Um, <laughs> Jane and Adam are good friends of ours, and she makes the greatest focaccia bread in mm. the world. And she brought, and whenever she makes it, she'll always like cut me off a little like you know square of it to have. But for yeah. Christmas, she brought me an entire huge cookie pan sized uh, piece of focaccia bread. It's enormous oh and spectacular. Gosh. So thank you for that. That hey, was one Jane, of my best Jane, shout <laughs> best out to gifts. Jane. You want, my address is, uh, no. <laughs> That's right. You got to try it sometimes. So, okay, here, I'm going to read, uh, this was a post on our 
uh, Facebook page because, oh, this was kind of fun. This is some news for us. We were, the Christmas yeah. Countdown Show, folks, we were publicized in the news. Um, there is a, a very popular website called distractify.com uh, that does sort of, uh, I don't want to say clickbait because that sounds uh, bad, but they're like a blog that posts all kinds of different things of like, oh, you should check this out. You should look at this. This is cool. This is cool. Um, they had a no, whole clickbait. Eric, That's let's right. own that. We are clickbait. <laughs> we are clickbait, baby. baby. Um, <laughs> and uh, they had uh, an article posted uh, about uh, top five Christmas podcasts to listen to while you're wrapping gifts or shopping with family. And we made yeah. the list. Christmas Countdown Amazing. Show was on the list. <laughs> it says, uh, this kid-friendly series is hosted by Kevin Kenneff himself, actor Eric Peterson, which is not a kid-friendly show, and Extreme Makeover <laughs> Home Edition producer Danny Jordan. The duo specializes in sharing holiday holiday-themed listicles, which I had never heard of the word listicles. That's fun. Uh, listicles, like the best stocking stuffers and the top Christmas movie characters of all time. Whether you want to listen solely for your own entertainment or you want to broadcast it to a group to spark a healthy debate about the listicle selections, this series will surely be a conversation starter at any family gathering. And I thought that was so cool. And I, I texted Danny and I said, right. did you like reach out to these people? Because sometimes that's how these things work. You know, there's a website yeah. and, you know, you can send out press releases or you sort of say, hey, you, do you want to feature our thing in your your blog post or whatever? And we had nothing to do with it. They just found us, nothing which is, to do with uh, it. which is, uh, it feels very validating and, and pretty cool. So anyways, we had and posted. They listened. Yeah, because they, they talk about like they specifically reference in here that like those were two episodes we did stocking yeah. stuffers and movie characters. Yeah. And they talk about like broadcasting it to a group to spark a healthy debate. Like I was like, oh, wow, this person actually went and listened to our show. Definitely. That's pretty very cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah. So when we posted it, we got a few uh, comments and this one was uh, really nice. So we're going to read this. This is from uh, Facebook uh, fan Laura Taylor. And she says, this is so well deserved. Thank you is not enough for your joy filled podcast. Your Christmas lists, your Christmas lists and funny banter helped to heal this tired teacher's soul. I turned Aww. up the volume as I pounded the pavement during my runs, especially on the hill repeats. Your podcast yeah. is, was a reminder of all things magical about the Christmas season, wishing you both a happy and healthy new year. By the way, I saw Eric perform and escape to Margaritaville in New York City. Such a fun show. And then she put a little cheeseburger emoji because I sang <laughs> the song uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise. So thank you, Laura. That was uh, so kind of you. Thank you for listening yeah. and thank you for uh, being a fan and, and supporting us. Thank you. That's so cool. I just I love that, again, we talk about this that you never know who's listening, where they're listening, and the idea we love that you not only you know reach out to us and say hey listening to the show love it but that you you paint us a picture of sort of where you're at in your world and yeah and where we're sort of keeping you company i love that you know somebody's you know running hill repeats and somehow we're keeping them motivated to, <laughs> to run up and down hills that's that's pretty darn cool go, so go, thank go, you laura go 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 you can do this you can do this you can do this you come on pump pump all right one more hill um, <laughs> oh that's amazing laura thank you merry christmas to you um and we had another response to that same post this came from mm -hmm. melissa dixon as my uh my amazon device sends me an alert because apparently it's flooding again here um <laughs> Melissa says, uh, congrats, guys. I'm going to miss you so much. When I found your podcast, it was all the magic of Christmas on my first listen. It is Christmas heaven. Love that. Um, oh. You both are such sweet men with bright Christmas lights. And she said like a little starry, like magical emoji. 
thank you. But I, I love that it is Christmas heaven. I think I wrote back uh, to Melissa saying, uh, your words are so incredibly kind. Um, we think we need to feature your quote on our on our website. We've um, we've had a few good quotes this season. We had, I you know. want your bells jingled? <laughs> Try this. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. That may be my favorite one. Oh, that um, one's the best. Uh, Christmas sure. heaven is good. Yeah, you guys have right? definitely given us uh, a bulletin board material in a good way. I guess bulletin board material is usually referred to in a bad way, so maybe I should retract that. You guys have given us good Maybe we should tag send lines. out these reviews to the other Christmas podcasts. <laughs> then it like, would be bulletin yo, board material. <laughs> yeah, we should send it to be like, hey, you want to compare reviews? Look at this, baby. <laughs> Look at this. You want your bells jingled? Listen to the Christmas countdown the show. <laughs> None of I them mean, other Christmas podcasts. We have some, made some friends. Right. Yeah, we have made some friends yeah. in the Christmas podcast community. Yes. Obviously, Chris and Chris over at Christmas time in the city. Yeah. Did they send you some stickers? They sent me stickers. Did you get no, some stickers? No, I got no stickers. What Look is at this, this about? Uh, this one. Oh, this my one's gosh. like the Home oh, Alone cool, 2 logo, like lost in New York. Stuff, yeah. I know. They also sent me the same thing, but in uh, lapel pin form. Oh, my Look gosh. That. That's pretty cool. You got swag. Uh, they've, got, they've got merch. They've got like serious. And look at this one. Um, they've got this one as their logo says, I, Christmas tree, and why. I love that That's logo. a good That's one. So That's smart. a good one. And then they sent me a couple others here that are super fun. I they think also sent me an honorary New Yorker sticker, which I put Whoa. up on my little workbench area, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I think next season we should get into the merch game. And we can have like a big, yes. we can have a sweatshirt that has a picture of an onion. And it'll just say, onion. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh my gosh. That's brilliant. But should the be onion be the O? That's good. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm down At for the that. Beginning. That's a nice touch. What if what should it say onion or onion? Well, maybe it can say both. It can say that's the, what I'm it saying. can be yeah. two onions and the onions are the O's and it says one yeah. on top because it's the most correct would say oh my O Y N G dash. Why you onion? Onion. 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 And then you can do whatever kind of crazy oh spelling you want to do on the bottom that is correct. Uh, that is socially acceptable in the, uh, in the English language. How about that? <laughs> dictionary oh spelling. Gosh. I've we been should, doing air quotes. Do you need... folks can't see it, but <laughs> I we do need to get into the merch game. I think we that definitely needs to happen. I think we should do a sticker version of our our new logo that we have the the cartoon that was created yeah how great was that so cool i know let's give it up for augustina persiante who's an incredible illustrator she was also the illustrator of our first book in the capable series Uh, you can find her on instagram at uh, persima p-e-r-c-i-m-a dot art Um, she's an incredibly talented illustrator uh, from argentina Um, she's just dynamic and she created that as a little gift for us which was really 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 sweet of her and she so, got my mustache um, just right just right oh she crushed it <laughs> she crushed a uh, crustache she crushed, yes she crushed i'm the a mustache, little sad a crustache danny my mustache is gonna go away in like two weeks and i'm no. a little sad about it yeah well i'm going to shoot kevin oh. again so i have to this is fun That's this right. is a little inside hollywood uh back talk for you so i'm i'm okay. filming two things right now i'm filming uh an apple tv show called high desert with patricia arquette uh which i'm shooting over the next uh, couple weeks before i leave to go to boston 
And uh, on that show, I have this big burly mustache that I've been growing. Uh, <laughs> and it's been super fun and I love the look of it. Uh, but then when I go to Boston to shoot Kevin Kneff himself, I will be clean shaven. But I have to come back to uh, L.A. to shoot a few more uh, days on this uh, Apple TV show. And I will have mm. my mustache will be shaved. So I had to do a thing the other day where there's going to be a mustache maker, like a wig maker, who's making me a fake mustache to replicate my mustache. Uh, oh my and, and she lives in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I had to take multiple pictures of my mustache so she could see like every hair. And, you know, some of the hairs on my mustache are a little gray. So she has to like find out where those ones are. And then I took a piece of saran wrap and put it over my face. And then my wife traced my mustache shape. Oh my god. Like gosh. while it was on my face. And then we sent that piece of saran wrap to New Mexico. And uh this woman uh, named Georgia is who's working in New Mexico is making a fake mustache so that when I come back uh in a few uh months to film these sort of pickup dates uh for the Apple TV show, they will have a fake mustache of my mustache. Uh, for me to wear so there's continuity that is so cool isn't that fun that is so cool you know it would be really easy for them to replicate my mustache because <laughs> i don't have one I, you dots. know i can't grow a beard really That's one thing I, I can't do in life i don't get any hair on like the sides like mm -hmm. uh sort of you know, what about my, here on like the cheek area nothing there Oh, I could grow some sick chops i could grow some chops right. for sure it is Plus, also my facial hair grows in like three different colors Ooh. it's like brown blonde a little orange and a little red so maybe like four different colors interesting i grow so, yeah, my, like my my mustache slash like goatee area if i wanted to do like the 90s goatee mm -hmm. i can grow that so thick and so quickly like super fast but my problem is that right. my cheek area is very patchy. And so I've I've grown a beard. So I grew a beard once when my son Miles was about to be born. Once we found out that we were uh, pregnant, I decided not to shave. And so I said, hmm. beard till baby was like my hashtag. And, and I just, <laughs> and I kept growing it out. And it, like after, <laughs> you know, nine months, it had grown pretty good and pretty full because the, the patchy areas were sort of, covered by comb over beard from other areas on my face but it wasn't so as, as good as i as i would like sadly but my yeah. mustache goes i'm, I'm the opposite i'm the opposite the cheeks but what's frustrating is i used to have uh, sideburns when i was in like high school into my 20s because that was cool back then but my sideburns were not the color of my hair on my head mm. they were like reddish brownish orange so you could definitely see like a clear delineation yeah between yeah Oh yeah, so I don't, I don't wear sideburns anymore. I had a little like soul patch for a while. Sure. I go back and look at pictures, then I go, why was that ever a thing? I don't. Well, you know, I actually read really a very that. cool article about beards. Uh, this okay. I read this about probably ten years ago, but it was talking about how if you look through uh, the history of time of men's sort of facial fashion or facial grooming uh, standards or uh, norms. There are these sort of hills and valleys of when beards are cool and then they become not cool and then they become cool again and mm. not cool. And it's usually about like uh, when the artist or the younger generation feels like uh, 
you know, back in, uh, I'm trying to think of like what they started. They started saying like back in the time of like, you know, William Randolph Hearst and, and Carnegie and mm. all the like rich, powerful men of the day had these big beards, right? So then right. the younger people of those days to sort of delineate themselves and be like, we're not like those old rich people that don't know anything about art and life and, and love and stuff like that. <laughs> they all went clean shaven. And then eventually... Mm. It became such the popular thing that then respectable people were clean shaven. And then, you know, mm. th it wasn't this. There was a few more hills and valleys. But like, for instance, in the 60s, you know, the respectable businessmen were all clean shaven and short hair. And right. then obviously the hippies were like, no, it's not that. You got to like let it grow, man. And then people grew beards. And then that became cool again for the counterculture. And so it's a, a cool article that was kind of talking all about how beards represent essentially counterculture until they don't and then clean shaven represents counterculture unless here's an exception to the rule you ready for it yes unless your name is santa claus this is true beard always cool you for santa claus and what a great way beard. to bring it back to christmas you like good how job, i did danny. that <laughs> good job danny <laughs> I, was like, I was like we gotta give this back to christmas somehow <laughs> we are we you were like a little miniature mini small little episode i'm looking it's at the all your fault right danny are, it's all your fault we're nearly third no it's loquacious's fault um we're nearly 30 minutes into this oh, episode shoot. we're over time already we haven't we haven't even talked about like what actually happened on Christmas Day? Yeah, uh, let's maybe do we that. should do that. Let's do that. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to, to go keep first? Keep it quick. Should we try to keep? Yeah, it Yeah, we'll keep it quick. We'll give the 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 brief rundown okay. of of how Christmas went. Um, should we set a, like a, a timer? Yes. So that way it limits each of us to how this much time we're allowed to talk. You get about two minutes. Christmas. Two minutes to talk about okay. your Christmas. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna set a two set minute a timer, timer and then I'll go. Uh, on uh, on my phone. Hold on. Let me okay. let me go to my phone here. Uh, where do I, I don't even know where that lives on my phone. Uh, here it is. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to timer. Two How minutes. many minutes are we going to give? Two minutes. Oh, two minutes? Oh my gosh. Two minutes. Is that to talk about everything that has happened since our last episode or is that yes. just to talk about Christmas day? Christmas day. Oh my gosh. This is brutal. <laughs> we can All do right. it. We got two minutes. Yep. Two minutes on the clock. Ready. Yes. Set. Go. Okay, okay, so, so Christmas, Christmas Day. Morning. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Wait. Are... <laughs> I hold on. We got to reset. 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 I'll Wait, go first. first. I'll go first. You're timing okay, me. Okay. You watch the clock. Oh, I thought. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. Here we okay, go. Okay, here we go. Ready, set. Go. So on Christmas morning, uh, the kids woke up and it was, uh, uh, they were very excited. That is probably one of my favorite times of Christmas morning is that moment where some houses let your kids just like get up and just go and look. In our house, it's like, no, no, you got to stay there. We got to, the parents check it out. I always go, oh, geez, I don't know. There's not much out here. I don't, I don't know if he came this year. Uh, and it's always fun every year. Uh, so then eventually the kids came out. Uh, the, the Our kids uh, were so happy. I was so happy that they were happy uh my daughter her big gift that she got from santa was uh electric guitar which is the main thing that she wanted oh, wow. um and then my son the main thing he wanted was this uh hot wheels octopus car wash thing and he got that and so Ooh. he was super excited uh and then we did stockings and everybody was really happy and then we opened all of uh the gifts and it was super fun um the kids ended up getting a basketball hoop from me and lisa which was really fun we set that up 
Oh, geez, I only have a minute left. Um, uh, <laughs> the uh, We got great gifts. I'm saving uh, one of my gifts uh, for our list because we are doing top 10, or not top 10, top three favorite gifts that we gave <laughs> or received. Um, and I'm using that in my own time. Anyways, uh, we had a great time. <laughs> then we went to my brother's house uh, and we had a really good ham that my wife made uh, with cream corn and stuffing. And we saw my niece, uh, baby Waverly, and she was so happy and we all hung out. How much time do I have left? 28 seconds. Okay, this is great. Um, uh, we had uh, a good time with some friends uh, over the next day where we exchanged gifts. Uh, we've been basically just watching movies uh, the whole time since we've been uh, since Christmas Day happened. We even watched Christmas movies last night because I watched Emmett Otter with my Ten. son. And uh, my son had never seen A Christmas Story, so we watched that last night, and he had a great time. Uh, and that is four more seconds, so I just want to use this time to say, Merry Christmas, everybody. It was a great Christmas here in 2021. <laughs> I did oh, it. Oh, that's great. You did it. Man, were you stressed? It was a little stressful. A little stressful. I know. While you were talking, I was like, okay, what do, what do I want to make sure I hit on? How can I be efficient with my two minutes that I with will your be words, given yeah, yeah. Are you, you going to run setting a timer, up the timer. for me? Yep, here we okay. go. I was trying to find, while it was going, I was trying to find like a, I don't know, like a little chime that felt a little bit more oh, that was uh, appropriate better? to our show. Yeah. <laughs> But I was afraid that if I picked a new timer. <laughs> That's what's going to play when, when you finish. You're the inspiration like, by Chicago. Why are you Chicago. playing that song right now? <laughs> because it's in my, that's Brilliant. what I have as my alarms. That's one of that's my alarms. That's your alarm? <laughs> yeah. Is that like, I thought that was your alarm. It's not my morning wake up alarm, you. but it is, it's when my wife calls me. You're the inspiration. Oh, I love that's Chicago. So Okay. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready? All right. Here we go. Yes. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Christmas was massively merry. My daughter had been looking forward to it so much. You know, every morning the last couple of days leading up to Christmas, she kept asking if that if it was Christmas Day because she wanted to like go out and open up the gifts and then wanted to know if Santa came. I said, No, no, no. Like you'll know because we're all gonna wear the same pajamas the night before, and then when you wake up, it'll be Christmas Day. Um, and so this was the first year that we got to put out milk and cookies for Santa and carrots for the reindeer. Uh, and my wife had this like custom thing made for my daughter. So like my daughter got to come out and see that like Santa had come and drank all the milk and there was like crumbs from all the cookies. And then there were carrots out like on our front walkway out in front of our house. And she was just geeking out so hard um, over that. She wanted she could see all the stuff spilling out of the stockings. So she was like obsessed with all of us going through our stockings and then opening up gifts. And like every time there was a gift, she would like pick it up and carry it over to my wife or to me. And she would say, Merry Christmas, mommy. Okay. I got one minute left. Merry Christmas, daddy. Um, it was like the whole morning with her was just like the most brilliant thing ever. And then my family came over later in the morning. We had this brilliant egg casserole my wife made plus homemade cinnamon rolls. They were delicious. We hung out all day long. We opened gifts later in the day. Um, that was a ton of fun just getting to be here low key with my family all day long. Um, and then, you know, in the days that followed, my wife's family came over the next day. So we got to celebrate Christmas with them. Uh, and then I took my daughter on the 27th. We drove around to that neighborhood that we love and went and looked at Christmas lights and there was nobody there. So we did like three laps around, um, which was a ton of fun. Uh, we did that. What's been really disappointing, though, is that my neighbors across the street took down their Christmas lights. What? Um, and my neighbor next door yesterday, he didn't even turn his on. 
Um, so I'm trying to keep the Christmas spirit alive as much as I can here, but getting to Five just seconds. you know experience Christmas Day with my family and my wife's Two. delicious lasagna. It was incredible. It's filled with love. Merry Christmas, everybody. To my life. You're my Christmas spration. Christmas spration. You're my Christmas spration. That's a good my one. Christmas spration. <laughs> That's that's a little better than Danta. Remember when you tried to sell you, Danta? I did try to sell everybody on Danta this year. Ay yeah yeah. What was I thinking? Uh, Christmas spration um, though. That's pretty good. You're the you're Christmas spration. You know who needs to do that is uh, our friends over at Christmas Time in the City podcast. They've got the yes. most fun little sound effects over there, and they need to do that. They do. They do for sure. Um, Man, do that you was know, tough. That was good that was though. Tough. That was good. This is good. We pushed through. We forced ourselves. Maybe we should do that in our upcoming podcast. We should put uh, timers. You know, that's like what, um, uh, what's that show? Uh, Pardon the Interruption, the sports show. I love that they have a Oh, yeah, PTI. Yeah, 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 that's great. Um, You know, I I heard you mention that you put out uh, carrots for the the reindeer, which is great. You know, we did this here for the first time. We did not have any carrots, but we thought back through our Christmas movie uh, viewing, and we remembered that they said, I believe in the Santa Claus, that reindeer love candy canes. So we left two candy canes for the reindeer. Uh, uh, It's for them to uh, eat, eat while they came to stop at our house, and both were gone. They ate them completely. Didn't even leave the wrappers. How... So does does Santa then like walk around to all the reindeers and let them each have like a little lick? I don't know. Two? That's a great question. It, it could be that. It could be who were the first two. You know, that's a great question. Do you think that all the reindeer get a little nibble of carrots each stop, or is it like ah, this house? You know, Dancer gets some. This house, Prancer gets some. This house, Donder gets some. Donner, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> um, it I think it is Donder. It is. Yes. Um, it's, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. But it was good. I don't know how that works. We should write a letter. See, that's the letter we need to write to Santa is just curious. How do you decide who gets the carrots? Who? How do you decide who gets the the candy canes? Yeah, because, um, I mean, in years past, we've only left like two baby carrots, maybe three. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what we were thinking. There's eight reindeer, maybe nine if Rudolph's on, we the, did eight. on the job this, this year, you know. Yeah. We did eight this year. That's good. But what about Rudolph? Yeah. It was raining. Uh... That, that's a good question. Maybe he we they saved a big one for him at the next house. I think sure, 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 that, sure. Okay, that's fair. That's is fair. how that worked. So that's, fair. that's what we did. Um, do you, you know? Are you experiencing a little bit of like post Christmas hangover? I'm just curious. Yes, and the rain is not helping. You know, it's definitely mm, yeah. uh, there is uh, what I usually love to do right after Christmas is is get outside because usually we've gotten Mm. some sort of gifts that are outdoor activities in some way yeah and you know there was like one half day of no rain here in la and we did go outside and play basketball uh with the basketball hoop which was uh, can i just say i had a very very proud dad moment uh i was out there playing basketball in the front yard or in the, the driveway with uh my my daughter and my son and my daughter uh about a year ago um, had loved, she was always talking about basketball and she was always like practicing dribbling and stuff. And the house that we were staying at in Boston had a basketball hoop and she was trying to make a basket for weeks and weeks. And I actually got on tape when she made her first basket and it was so exciting because she did it and she worked so hard and I was trying to teach her and she was listening and, and getting better and better. And then she finally made a basket and it was so exciting. So my son, 
he had been talking about how he had been dribbling a basketball at school but had not shot one yet and so we set up the okay. basketball hoop here and i taught him like i was like all right you're gonna put it under your hand and then the other hand's a guide hand you're gonna bend your knees and shoot up and flick your hand and he was like kind of like spider-man i was like yeah just like spider-man just go whoosh, <laughs> just flip your hand like that and and he practiced a few times and he made his first basket and i got it on oh film my, my wife got it on film Miles. and it was so exciting and then he made like yes. 15 like it, oh, throughout the day like he made four in a row at one Dude, point he's a ringer it was so fun, and like they were having so much fun, just like doing a great outdoor activity without any screens or anything like that, and it was uh, really great. So, in regards to your question about, am I feeling a little bit of a hangover? I am because we haven't really been able to get out of the house. The other thing I like yeah. to do after Christmas, if it's not playing with some sort of outdoor activity toy, is I love going shopping. We've talked about how much I love, mm. uh, you know, getting clothes, and, and I got a few gift cards and stuff like that, and I have some things that I need to return because sizes were wrong, uh, and I love that experience, and I have not been able to do that either because it's been so yucky out, I and I haven't, I haven't gone to the mall. So, um, yeah, I'm, I am Same. experiencing a little bit of a, a holiday hangover. Well, what about you? Uh, feeling it as well. You know, I think there was one day that was sunny and nice, um, maybe there was like a day and a half that was sunny and nice since, since Christmas. And, you know, like you were saying, I got, uh, we got our daughter a new scooter, you know, cause she had sure. like a, a red rider or radio flyer scooter, but that one's like the wheels are really stiff on it. It's more of like a training scooter where they can learn to like, you know, stand on it stand and sort on of it, bounce. Yeah. It's one of the three wheeled things. So I got her a new three wheeled scooter that has like wheels that light up when you go a certain speed and it's a lot faster. Um, right. And she's just like taken to it like a fish to water. She like scoots like up and down the hallways in our house. But like scooters are meant to be like go out to the park and just tear yeah. around the park, go have a great time. Um, so we had one day where she got to ride her scooter up to the park, which was a ton of fun. And then in her stocking, Santa had brought her um, like this like slingshot rocket thing. Um, I don't know if you've seen those where it has like a big, like thick rubber band and you like pull it oh, back, yeah, yeah. pull it, those pull, are it awesome. pull it, and then you let it go and it like launches into the air and it yeah. has like a little whistle on it. Helicoptery kind of um, thing, yeah. Uh, well, no, it looks like a missile. Oh, It looks okay. like a missile, so it just goes straight up. And oh, it's straight got, in the air, as cool. As it goes up, it goes, like it whistles as it goes up. Nice. And then it whistles as it comes back down. And so we got to take that to the park and then we took it to the top of the play structure and launched it you know, from the top of that. So we got to have like one day um, where we had a little bit of fun with, you know, all her, her outdoorsy type toys. But fortunately we got a lot of like games and books and puzzles nice. and stuff. So we've been able to, to hang out in the house a lot over the last few days and, and do that. But yeah, I'm with you. And that, that's why I went, um, you know, to drive around and look at Christmas lights the other night. Cause I was like, man, I miss Christmas. Like Sirius XM got rid of like nine so of the quickly. 12 channels. Or so whatever. quickly like they the got rid day, of those. I went in, I was like, wait, what? Where'd they go? Um, and then to like to even find holiday traditions isn't even on like a, it's like a channel seven hundred fifty two or something yeah, like that. I know. Um, so I was like, I am hanging on for dear life. Cause <laughs> why not? Like what we what else to. are you gonna do with the twenty sixth through the thirty first? You know what I it's mean? It's that like, sort gotta, of gray zone where it. Uh, uh, yeah. I saw a meme actually, which is a nice little transition to my memes Ew. and things, actually. Uh, Eric's memes and things. Yeah, um, there was a meme it. that that says uh, me during that weird time between Christmas and New Year's where I don't even know what day it is, and it's a picture of <laughs> Phoebe from from Friends, and somebody says, "Do you have a plan?" And she says, "I don't even have a plus." <laughs> <laughs> 
which I thought funny. was funny. Um, all right, here's a few more memes and things for you. Um, one of them, this is just a thing. So uh, I'm going to show it to Danny, and then we'll post it uh, as well. But look what came in the mail for me. An actual what? live cassette. Oh, my gosh, you got it. Of It's a Cow Christmas, yeah. an original printing from Moo Town Records. <laughs> oh, my. From Moo Town Records. That is um, everything. Which was great from Rob Barrett. Our, our friend from It's Cow Christmas sent me uh, an actual uh, actual old school cassette of the original printing of It's Cow Christmas, which was very exciting. Um, all right. Here's That's a new uh, another thing. Another thing. Uh, that I thought was an interesting story. I was reading a blog post about like 25 things that you didn't know about White Christmas. Um, one of them, uh, which was not on the list, but I just loved this tidbit. Do you know what is the connection between White Christmas and Sister Act? Have we talked about this? Oh, yes, we did talk about that. Um, I think we did, you, maybe. You listed it. It's, it's the woman who plays like Mother Superior in Sister Act uh, works at the inn, right? Yes. She is like the... Uh, she's not Mother Superior because that's... Uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Maggie Smith. She's like this, the, the she's marmy. Like the, oh, she's, like, yeah, the marmy. Right. Like the oldest nun in yeah. Sister Act is yeah. the like innkeeper, the the sort of front desk assistant at uh, in White Christmas, which I just think is so cool. Um, but I was reading yeah, I about, White, about White Christmas, and it says that... After the final shot wrapped, the actors were told that they needed to redo the finale, uh, and Rosemary Clooney recalled this in the DVD extras, and they needed to redo the finale, the sort of classic, you know, when they're all in the Santa suits and stuff like that, yeah. you know? and they had to redo the finale because the king and queen of Greece were visiting the set, and the producer hoped to give them something to remember. So the entire what? scene was, quote, reshot, but without film in the camera. <laughs> and not oh only gosh. was there no film in the camera, but there was also no Bing Crosby because he had already left to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is just that a tracks. crazy story. Um, and I that thought tracks. that was so cool. Yes, uh, it totally tracks. Wow. Um, and then one last little meme thing that I read just this morning, and it just made me think of our show, because okay. uh, I think one of these sort of highlights or or maybe uh, benchmarks of our show is what we're always shooting for is total positivity and trying to like look at yep. the bright side of life and especially the bright side of the the holiday and and humanity and so uh, and sometimes that is met with cynicism uh, and uh, somebody mm. uh, a man named Adam Grant Adam. M. Grant uh, on Twitter, and he says, uh, informed optimism doesn't mean you only look at the bright side. It means you don't overlook the bright side. If you won't see possibility, you can't solve problems. If you can't imagine a best case, you don't make things better. The greatest antidote to fear is grounded hope. Which I thought that was mm. just like really... Uh, wise and astute and it made yeah. me think of our show because i think that we have tried to bring grounded hope uh to our listeners out there and and hopefully the season has given you that i know the world can seem a little uh, a little crazy and a little down right now with everything that's going yeah. on but uh hopefully uh this podcast and the season have brought you some sort of hope towards the future and and towards 2022 being a, a good year and and hopefully a great year and things yeah. going better for for you and and the whole world yeah i read something this morning you know i know this is eric's memes and things it's not Dan's welcome memes to eric's memes but... and things <laughs> thank you for inviting me 
Um, there's this account I follow on Instagram called uh, Vex King. Okay. V e x k i n g. And, you know, he always posts these, like, really uplifting sort of thoughts. And the one that he shared today was, spoiler alert, in the next chapter, you flourish. That's cool. I like um, that. I love that. I love that. So I shared that out on my, my IG. And I think, you know, that, that's what we've wanted to do with this show, is, as Eric said, is to, to spread joy and, and optimism. And there's plenty of opportunities to turn on your TV or your radio or, you know, your phone or whatever and get bombarded with things that, you know, pull it, your attention in a way that doesn't make you feel great. Um, happens to all of us. And I think, you know, one of the reasons we really wanted to do this show was to give people somewhere to go to talk about things that they enjoy. And furthermore, for us to have a place to go to to talk about things that we yeah. enjoy. And this journey we've been on, you know, over the last two months, two and a half months has been an absolute gift. And we're just so grateful for all of you who have joined us and, and, uh, to know, you know, to have your messages come in and say how much joy that we've spread into your lives. It, it, it means, it means the world and it makes us want to do another show, which is why we're yeah. going to come back with our new show in February. So, you know, make sure if you're not already uh, subscribing here, make sure you subscribe to our show, you know, Christmas countdown show, follow us on social media at Christmas countdown show on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at XmasPod on Twitter. And then make sure you go and follow at The Dad Diary on all social channels. That's where we'll start sharing our, our content and announcements about our, our new show that will be debuting in February. And personally, I'm I'm really excited to to get to work on that one and to, you know, keep with this sort of like countdown theme. I know Eric yeah. and I have been sort of bouncing around this idea of like, oh, what is a what does the Christmas countdown look like if it's about parenting related issues? So yeah. Maybe it'll be called Parenting Countdown with, with Eric and Danny. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. T TBD. TBD. Um, we did want to give you some sort of list since that yes. that is what we do. We are the Christmas Countdown show. We do, we do lists or listicles as we have now found that they're called, <laughs> I guess, according to Distractify. Um, so what, yeah. what we're going to do today is we're going to do, uh, Danny and I are just going to give our top three gifts that were either given to us or that we gave uh that were our favorite sort of moments of this past christmas uh so uh danny as per the usual, i will go first i'll give you my number okay. three uh and what i'm gonna go with for number three was uh, a gift that was given to my wife actually and not even by me it was a gift given from mm. my son and then also one from my daughter um, we, we did when I took the kids to the mall uh, a few weeks ago to, to have them get gifts because they're at an age now that they want to feel ownership of what they're giving. Um, we went yeah. to Things Remembered and they were sort of unaware of that as a oh, store, cool. you know, where you can get stuff engraved. Um, and yeah. so they both chose a thing to give to my wife. Uh, my daughter gave a water bottle, this really cool, like kind of purple water bottle with bamboo on the bottom that my wife had wanted a new water bottle. And she got engraved on there uh, i think like you're the best mom ever um i love you to the moon and back you know i'll love you forever something something like that uh, and then she Aww. said love sophie and my wife just loved that and cried and thought it was so sweet and then my son got a little necklace that was a heart uh like a silver heart and then it had mom like kind of written on the side of it uh and then he wrote and he he made this up as himself this little six-year-old miles uh he said on the front he wanted it to say you are my heart 
And then on the back, it said, oh. love miles. And my wife just like cried and just loved it so, so much. Oh so gosh. that's my number three oh my uh, gifts. It was sort of a duo gift, but uh, the things that my kids gave to my wife were, it was just awesome. And, and she really loved them. And so that, that was number three on my list. How do you top that? My gosh, <laughs> that's just everything, right? I think we could, thanks so much for coming. Everybody. There we go. I mean, um, <laughs> I, I did want to, before I get to my top three, I would like to give one honorable mention. Sure. Um, if you'll indulge me. This was a gift that came from a good friend of ours named Miranda, who lives in, in, in England. Um, and she is a, a concert and studio violinist. Um, she plays a lot with big symphonies cool. and um, records a lot in like Abbey, you know, Abbey Road Studios and a lot of like, you know, big, big, uh, you know, famous studios over in England. Yeah. And she worked on the Downton Abbey movie. Um, she played on that. And she knows that my wife is a huge Downton fan. So she had the orchestrator sign the front page of like their score wow. from Downton and, and, and personalized it to, to my wife and, and mailed it to her. It, it came, you know, by, you know, British post, sure. um, you know, a day or two before Christmas. And it was like, perfectly wrapped and like secured in this really like stiff cardboard and it's just such a such a cool like personal gift so i just wanted to give a shout out to to our good friend miranda I love that. um who you know it's just like when that arrived it was a couple days before christmas i was like well i don't know if i'll be topping that <laughs> uh this year um but uh anyway so so number three for me on on my list was uh was a was a gift that uh, or collection of gifts that i gave to my sister so this year we did um, sort of like Secret Santas, you know, every year yeah. leading up to this year, we always buy gifts for everybody. That's sort of the thing. But this year we wanted to sort of change it up a little bit and everyone randomly drew a name through this this website called like, I don't know, nameselector.com or something right. like that. And I got my sister, Erin. Um, I got her one thing off of her list because I was like, well, I want to get her one thing I know for sure she wants and then I'm going to get a little risky and creative with, with the other thing. Um, and my sister is a huge, huge theater fan. Uh, and loves loves musical theater, and um, I have a good friend now who who runs a company called Broadway Up Close uh, Walking Tours um, that's run out of Midtown Manhattan. He's a guy who you know is a musical theater actor. He was in Alter Boys, but you know he just loves the history of Broadway and has these like various tours that him and now his guides do all over the city. And now he's even got one of those kiosks right in the middle of Times wow. Square by the TKTS stairs, and he open up an office in Midtown and he custom makes merchandise. Um, they can do like wooden ticket stubs from like your favorite show you've ever cool. been to see with like your seat number and your night wow, and all that sort that's of stuff. Cool. But they also have this thing called the Broadway Passport, which is something he created, which has every theater on Broadway in it with like some little factoids about it. Like who was the, the architect? What year did it open? What's been the longest running show? All that sort right. of fun stuff um and then it's got much like a, a normal passport book it's got a spot where you can stamp if you've been to that theater and then you can write on there like what show it was that's you saw awesome and, and when you saw it and so knowing that my sister's not only a huge broadway fan huge theater fan but also loves to travel loves to see the world i bought her the broadway passport and the stamp um and then i got her uh, a ticket stub made a magnet one that's from the opening night of Ragtime when it first opened on Broadway because that's her favorite musical of, of all time. Love it. Um, so that's uh, that's what I gave uh, my sister, and that was my my number three item. She she really dug it, and it really tapped into you know as you know Eric and our listeners know my love for coming up with creative gifts yeah. to uh, to give people for the holidays. Can I give a tiny little uh, suggestion to your friend? 
I love this idea yes. of the Broadway passport. But what they should do is they should, for the stamp, they should go to all the Broadway theaters and sort of partner with them and have at mm. the box office give each box office its own specialized stamp of like the Walter Kerr and the Stephen cool. Sondheim. So then you could like, as you were picking up your tickets, you if you showed them, hey, I have a Broadway passport, they could be like, okay. And they can like give a stamp that's specific of those theaters. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Or if you can't get, you know, Drew Johnson and, you know, the Schuberts and whoever else to partner because Tim, Tim is his name. Yeah. Because you have the kiosk in Times Square. Sure. What if he custom made yeah, yeah. stamps with all of like the marquees on and them? And if you bring a ticket he also does from like, ornaments. you know, yeah, one of the theaters, you can say, hey, I was at here. Okay, boom, we'll give you that stamp. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's, yeah. Tim Dolan, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Get on it. You are, friends. Um, Eric from, you know, School of Rock, Shrek, Escape to Margaritaville. Good ideas that's here. Great idea there. Good ideas. So, um, that's oh, I great. Love that that, I, that I, love, I love your, uh, your gift giving there. That's very impressive. Um, oh, and you did remind you. me of, I'm going to add a, a little tiny uh, honorable mention that, that I forgot to say, because I honestly <laughs> forgot. Uh, but my, my wife gave me something, and it came, I think it came the day after Christmas, and that's why I like, wasn't thinking of it. Uh, but it was really cool. My wife got for me, uh, she purchased me the deed to one square acre of land on Mars. <laughs> what? Yes. You can do that? I guess so. I Is got that a real? whole I got a whole like deed that says you own one square acre of Mars and it has like the lo- the you know the actual coordinates of where it is. It has yeah. like a whole like con- there's a constitution that's been written for Mars of like we the oh people of gosh. Earth representing uh you know what it's it's very cool. Very fun. But that was a very cool that's thing amazing. that my wife got me. Do you have to pay property taxes? I don't on know. That? I don't know if there's a running uh tabulation. I, my guess is not yet because there's no uh, functioning government. You know, I own a square foot of land but, somewhere uh, too. But maybe eventually, I will. I'll have to pay uh, land taxes on that. So, um, do you know I own a, I own a square foot of land somewhere too? Where's that? In Scotland. Oh, did you get that? Are you a lord? Are you Lord Danny? I, I I'm I'm a laird. Yeah, yes. I'm a laird. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's framed. I, I have to hang it on my wall. My wife got that for me and. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. It's got like a wax seal oh, on it. It's layered. Danny, Danny, you know, Jordan, blah, blah, blah. It, it's really, really cool. And obviously when things open up again, I'm going to Scotland and I'm going yeah, to this Just castle. stand there and be like, and, get off my land. Pay me my, taxes. My land. <laughs> it's only a square foot, so you got to stand very skinny, but... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, where I stand, I stand skinny. Um, all right. So number two for me is going to be. Uh, this is. I'm also doing like a duel here. Um, this is going to be two of the gifts that my kids got. Uh, one of the gifts I already mentioned and was from Santa, and then one of the gifts was from me and Lisa uh, to my son Miles. Yeah. But um, my daughter getting her guitar was really cool. Like she just was so excited about it. It was Santa did an amazing job because uh, he got the turkey turquoise one because my daughter loves the color turquoise um so she just and it came with an amp and she's been practicing and learning some power chords and she's just really excited um so my my daughter getting her guitar was uh first half of this number two slot and then the other half is going to be my son got uh this really cool app that we ended up getting for him uh and he's loved it's called pixicade p-i-x-i 
C-A-D-E. And we had seen a commercial for it on on the, the television, and uh, so we ordered it through Amazon. Um, but basically what Pixicade is, basically what it is, is that um, it's a little uh, sheet of uh, paper, and using okay. different colored markers, there's like black for the walls and things that don't move. There's red for things that are hazards. There's green for whatever you want your player to be. And there's blue for like things that move. And you draw on this like sheet of paper, you take a picture with the app on your phone or your iPad, and then the kid can play video games that they have drawn. And they've drawn all of the parts of it. And because it like recognizes the different colored markers as different doing different yeah. actions, it like works seamlessly. It's amazing. So my son's been making video games oh by drawing them and drawing little characters and like, okay, now I'm gonna have a little, you know, knight and he's gonna kick a soccer ball and but he can't get it into the fire then you lose and it's really fun and he's been really enjoying it and and learning about it and it's uh really cool so that my number two was those two gifts that my kids got my daughter's guitar and my son getting this thing called pixicade we should uh post a link to pixicade in our in our liner notes because that sounds really cool and if it's it's very available on amazon we can yeah link people directly to that so if that sounds like something your kid would like, we'll uh, we'll post a link in the in the yes. liner notes for sure, so you can uh, order them one for their next birthday or Valentine's Day or whatever else is uh, is coming next. That that sounds so cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So number two for me was was a gift for for uh, for my daughter Emerson, and it was something that I actually talked about on our I think on our last episode, which was the. Um, the gift that I was torn as to like whether or not I should give it to her because it came with a certificate yes, of authenticity. Yes. Um, which spoiler alert, I'll show you, Eric. I've got the certificate out of the box oh now. Boy. So clearly it came out. Clearly the box has been opened. Yes. Uh but yeah, we we gave my daughter uh a plush set from from Disney, this like special edition uh Seven Dwarfs plush set, and she has just become so incredibly obsessed with these dwarfs, like they sleep in her bed every single night now. They have to come out <laughs> every single day. Um, right. She's now created the elf, or not elves, why am I calling them elves? The dwarf's uh, cottage, um, because this is just, this is life with a with a child, sure. is that you give them all these like cool, thoughtful gifts for Christmas, and then a box all of sure. a sudden becomes like the coolest oh, yeah. toy ever, because my... Uh, my sister's boyfriend in the gift exchange, he like created this like macrame plant holder for my sister-in-law mm-hmm. and like put like a self-watering plant in it. And then he, he got a big like wardrobe box um, from U-Haul and then hung the plant inside of it and made like a door that you could open up Fun. to see the, the plant hanging inside. Yeah. So then my, my sister, you know, started playing in that box with my daughter on Christmas and then it is not leaving our house now. <laughs> and now it became her become, box. The box is mine now. It's the dwarf's cottage. This box ain't it's the dwarf's this cottage house. now. No, so like that's where all the dwarfs live now. She's sure. decided. Um, so she hangs out in there. She's got the door that opens up. We're gonna cut like some little windows on the side so she can have some windows <laughs> as well. But um, seeing her open, you know, that huge box, and it was it was so funny because it was like the present when I brought it out wrapped she just kept talking about it over she's like that's mine right that's mine right there and i was like you are right that is yours <laughs> uh, and then when she ripped back the paper and saw the dwarfs and just the smile on her face that's great um but she also does this thing when she sees something she really really likes she'll like hide her face she like puts her hands in front sure, of her yeah. eyes. like it's almost like it's too much too much um 
but she quickly warmed up to it and she is just obsessed with them. And so seeing her reaction and now seeing her get to play with them, you know, over the last three or four days has just been really, really cool. So the, uh, the Snow White and the Dwarfs uh, plush set, which I'll also link in our liner notes if you're curious to see um, what, uh, what we yeah. gave our daughter for Christmas. We'll, we'll put that in the notes as well. I love that. That's great. And you're so right about uh, that you can give your kids all these big expensive gifts and they the <laughs> thing that they end up playing with. My son, for the first probably two hours after we finished opening presents, did not play with the you know the big Hot Wheels thing or the stuffed animals or he got all this Pokemon <laughs> stuff. The thing that he played with for the first two hours was a thing that I had ordered off Amazon that was from China that was like maybe a dollar fifty. It was these little rubber chickens that you basically like put the chicken head over your finger and then you like pull it back and you can like <laughs> slingshot it and it sticks to the wall. It literally cost me probably a dollar fifty. I like ordered it months ago just thinking like, oh, this would be kind of fun for the kids to play with. And I put it like great. as a, a total throwaway gift, like a little thing that was like in some other package. But my son for the first like two hours was like, this is awesome. Just like launching these little chickens around <laughs> the house. <laughs> um anyways yeah that's like that's kids you know you you're like oh i'm gonna i think i saw like a somebody posted an instagram reel of this recently of like kids and it's like you hold out like a really cool toy and then like a hairbrush next to them and like the little toddler picks the hairbrush Sure, you hold out like i don't know something else in like an old remote control to your tv they pick the remote like it's they well, I think you it's they're trying to use their obvious... imagination, you know, and I think that yeah. sometimes there there may be some truth to the way that toys are made nowadays. There's so much more detail to them and stories already built into like, mm. this is exactly how you play this game. This Hot Wheels track, you only can go around this way one time. There's no, you know, it's really cool, but it's that's the only thing it does. And there's something about like the possibilities of a more inanimate object, a, a hairbrush, a box, yeah. a, a rubber chicken that a allows them to come up with more ideas and play of their own imagination that maybe is the thing totally. why they sort of navigate to them. I don't know. Maybe. We'll I see. think you're right. We'll I think see. you're totally right. And we should encourage that. Yes, absolutely. All right. So we're to my number one uh, gift that I got. This was the big gift that was from my wife and my kids. And I sort of knew, I'll be honest, I sort of knew it was coming. Uh, I didn't know which okay. kind exactly I was going to get, but I was somewhat made aware that this gift was headed my way this Christmas season. And I was so <laughs> glad when it did, because also, I will be honest, they did hide it very well. It was a large box, mm. and I did not see it. And I thought that I was done opening presents, and I was like, oh, I guess they didn't get me that thing. But all right, no problem. You know, <laughs> I was like, eh, no problem. Eh, not the end of the world. But then they were like, oh, we got one more thing here, and it was this, and I was so excited. It was a turntable okay. record player. I have wanted to get into oh. the vinyl world of listening to records for years, years and years I've wanted to. Never sort of committed to it, partially, I think, because we're always moving and partially because I just was like, I sort of overthought it and I was like, well, I want to get exactly the right one and the right speakers and the right, you know, and I just like overthought it and I never yeah. committed. So anyways, my wife committed and she got me this amazing turntable. It's called Angel Horn, Angel Herd, Angel, I think Angel Horn. Um, and it is it awesome. And I only had about 10 records that I've collected over the years that I've gotten at like thrift stores. Um, 
that I had never been able to listen to, but I was sort of saving uh, in this one cabinet of my house, like thinking someday I'll have a record player. So I got it and I had <laughs> one of my Sinatra records, uh, uh, September wow. of my years, and I put it on and I lifted the little, you know, the needle and I set it on there and it just had that perfect scratchy warm feeling and I like turned up the volume oh. and I laid down with the speakers on both sides of my ears sort of like I was a kid in like Dazed and Confused <laughs> or something uh, from the 70s yeah. and I just like sat there and I listened to this Sinatra record that I had heard before and I swear to you Danny I heard things I had never heard before. Not only could really? you just hear like the breaths of Frank, like as he would inhale or when he would like close his lips on, uh, you know, finishing a word that I just never had heard before. And I mean, I, wow. I was telling my wife, you could hear there was a clarinet solo in one of the songs and you could literally hear the pads of the clarinet like closing and coming off of the horn. Wow. And like, because I was just really listening much more closely and, and, you know, obviously now I sound like a total like dude who's like, you got to hear the vinyl, man. Like that's, <laughs> but I, I am like, I, I loved the experience of it. Oh, and I was like, great. I cannot wait to get more vinyl records and like, listen to these things in a deeper way. There is something that is awesome about this, you know, in our culture now, everything's like next, next Alexa, play whatever I want, you know, yes. whatever. And now it's like there, there's something about putting on a record and being like, I'm going to listen to all 10 songs. <laughs> I said, I said, Alexa, <laughs> is, is, so, is she talking Alexa, to you? Alexa, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, You're cheating on me with your I know, player, exactly, That's you, exactly what it was. <laughs> but like, I like the sitting down and not being able to fast forward and not being able to like play next track. Like it's, it's that whole experience. It just felt so much more precious and purposeful and important. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just so excited about my new record player. So my number one was, oh. was my uh, record player that I got from my wife and my kids. That's so great. You're inspiring me. Cause I, I have, you know, an okay record collection. It's mostly Dean Martin, sure. Frank Sinatra, Jamie Cullum. Uh, and I got a couple new vinyls for Christmas. I got the, the Jamie Cullum Christmas album nice. uh, on vinyl. And then I got one of Amos Lee's uh, the, uh, albums. Very cool. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But it's the one we talk about, the Arms of sure. Woman and all that. Um, and I have, so we have like a turntable that lives in our entertainment unit. But like the RCA cords that are built in that come out of the back that are really, really short. Sure. And it's been tough for me to like get it to a proper speaker. And also like with a kid, I'm like, where do I put this? So that way, like she doesn't like pull right. it off of something. Yeah. So I also have one of those, have you seen those ones that sort of look like a suitcase or a briefcase yeah, yeah. that have like the speakers built into them? Yeah. So I have one of those that lives here in my garage. And now I think after we're done recording today, I'm bringing it into the house and I'm going to, I'm going to put my Jamie Cullum on and my Amos Lee on and I'm going to get my record player. Yes. So, it's so tasty. Thank you for inspiring. So me. tasty. Does yours? So yours does. I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at an angel horn one. Does it have like sort of like wood yeah, grain? It's all like dark oak on wood yeah. on the bottom, and then yeah. it has. Um, uh, you can do thirty-threes uh, or forty-fives, or you can Bluetooth it to speakers, which is kind of cool. I haven't done that because oh, it came with cool. it came with speakers, but uh, you could Bluetooth it to speakers, or you could even like have your Apple AirPods in and be hearing that scratchy feeling right from the thing. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, it's really cool. Well, oh, wait a second. My my little briefcase one has Bluetooth. So on you it. should be able to, in theory, connect oh, it to my your AirPods. Gosh. Yeah. 
I'm going to do that today. Yeah. Do you know I have I forgot about okay. this when anyway. I when I put on the, the Frank Sinatra record at the very beginning, I assumed that uh I in my mind, I don't know why I thought 45s were the smaller records, and so I set it to okay. 33 and when it first started, it was like uh, I think the the opening song was uh, 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 it was very good year. It was like when I was seventeen, it was a very good year, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh God, what have I done?" <laughs> and Lisa laughed so hard. Frank, Frank I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, "What have I done to Frank?" Oh my God! Uh, and then I switched it to forty to forty five, and it was like when I was seventeen, and I was like, "Oh, there we go. That's better." Yeah, that is one of the most simple joys in life, in my opinion, is speeding up or slowing down. <laughs> yes. And I would encourage all of you who are listening to this uh, on your phone right now, if you can tap on that 1.5 <laughs> or 2x, um, and listen to us. Listen to us a little faster. Just a little for the bit next faster. second. We'll, we'll just we'll just banter right now. Or if you really want to have some fun, click the. I think you can do 0.5, so you can even listen it to when it. When I was Oh, oh man. quality this content. This is fun. Quality content. This is real dynamic. <laughs> we said a, a little a little small miniature episode and here we are over oh an hour. Oh my gosh. Um I love us so much. All right, so let me get to my my final item and then we can wrap this up for all the people who got to get on with doing nothing uh until January 3rd. <laughs> um <laughs> the number one item for me was something again that I talked about on the show that I recently became an owner of the Packers. Uh, that was Ooh. one of my Christmas gifts. I believe what you meant to say is go pack go. <laughs> Close though. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, as you know, it was one of my gifts. I talked to my wife about it. So I had ordered it. It came, she intercepted it when it arrived in our mailbox and she wrapped it up for me. But um, I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to open it until Christmas day. And I had an extra like really nice matted frame here in the garage. And I gave it to her. I was like, Hey, you know, if you're looking for something nice, maybe to wrap something right. in, I got a little something right here for you. And so she took it. Um, and I opened it and I was confused. Cause like, it was all like loose in the, the box. And I opened that. I was like, what the heck's going on here? This thing's gonna be all broken. And then I realized as I opened up, cause like the stock certificate came in this really nice presentation envelope. And on the outside, it's like, welcome to greatness or something to that effect. And I open it up and there's a letter from the president. Um, and then there's my stock certificate, but then also in there was a printout that my wife had put in there. And because I'm an owner now, once you become an owner, you have access to a specific part of the Packers website that nobody else has access to. And so she ordered me a custom frame for my Packers stock that will have like a gold, like, you know, plate on it. That'll say, you know, Green Bay Packers owner, Danny Jordan on it. Um, and then it'll have like two gold coins, like 24 karat gold coins um, in there as well. And it'd be like green and white, you know, matting. And I'll be able to put my stock certificate in there. So that was, that was a pretty cool surprise. That is pretty um, cool. Do and then of course the Packers won on Christmas day, which was cool too. Do you know what that gift sounds like? It'd be great for, it sounds like, you know how hmm. sometimes you have like a table that's a little wiggly and you got to like put something oh under one of the gosh. legs to like keep it so that oh it's flat. That sounds like you could just put this whole thing just right under like one oh of the like, like in your garage gosh. where it's like kind of dirty floor and there's like, you know, just mud all over. You just kind of like put it right oh. under that thing just to keep the table flat, you know, because you want to have a flat table. 
<sighs> you know what? You could just pack up your jokes and get them out of here because I cannot bear with you. <laughs> that was a good pack and bear into one sentence there, Danny. That's good. Thank you we'll very much. We'll give you a much. double ding for Thank that. Thank you very That's much. Thank you so oh much. my gosh. No, I, I know um, that yeah, it, was it was very exciting for you. And that does sound incredibly kind that Lynn did for you. And, and I'm happy for you and you're hey you know that's it's okay to be happy for me i appreciate that very very much it hurts my you know, soul to what, say you know what that might have, you know you know what might have made my list um had i actually received the gift would be a little nero's hat <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that i do have it i swear it's sitting right in my room i will i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put it in the mail i will send it to you i promise I promise. Okay. Or we'll just maybe we, maybe we'll have to get together at some point yes, before you leave. Yes, yes. Um, though I know you're you're being safe and careful right now, yes, which I indeed. totally respect. Yes, so uh, one oh one more honorable mention gift. Yes. I have to I have to shout out before we go because it's sitting right here with me. So my my stepdad, my dad Michael, you know we we selected names this year. Well, he decided he was going to break the rules, which I love because um, because he's Jewish and he just like broke all the rules of Christmas, which is brilliant. Um, sure. He got me this custom baseball. Um, there's this artist out there, and her name is, let me pull it out here. Uh, her name is Emily M. Wolfson, and she does these things called Unforgettables. Mm. And Good she pun. paints, because she loves baseball, but she's a, a painter. Right. So she paints on baseballs these really cool scenes, and then they do limited releases of them. And so my dad got me a field of dreams one which i'm showing to eric right now which has like the guys walking out of the corn like shoeless joe and the rest of the white socks and then on on the back it says uh is this heaven no it's iowa Iowa. um and then on the uh i can't see i haven't popped it open yet or it says uh if you build it right he will come on the other side it's really 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 cool came with a certificate of authenticity. It's in this really nice, like, you know, plastic case. Um, so, you know, me as a baseball player, uh, and actually I went to the Field of Dreams set with my family oh, cool. back in 2005, and I got a bat, and I got to play on the field. So it was really cool to sort of add this to my, not just my baseball collection, but my my Field of Dreams collection. Sure. So I wanted to shout out my dad I'm for gonna, that thoughtful gift. But I'll stop my shout outs now. I'm going to do one more tiny, this is not even a shout out. I just, I'm so- Of course so, you have to. It's only fair. It's only fair. It's only fair. Because you brought up Field of Dreams, this has nothing to do with Christmas, but I'm just so obsessed with it. The, the other thing that I've been doing over the last like two and a half weeks is I've been binge watching the show Yellowstone and I oh my gosh. love it so much. Like I'm- <laughs> I basically, my wife got me a Montana sweatshirt. I've never been to Montana, but she knew I would love it because that's where the show Yellowstone takes place. I'm like, it's like when you're deep in a good book and you're just like, there's one more episode to air of the fourth season, but I've watched the first four seasons over the last like two weeks. So I'm like deep (laughs) in the, in the world of Yellowstone and John Dutton, Kevin Costner right now. That's all I have to say. Just yeah. I love Yellowstone and and oh, and you it. gotta oh. watch it. That's it. That's all. The, that's it. Just the I fact want, that you I brought started, up Kevin Costner, I had to I had to speak it into existence. I love I love Kevin Costner so much. I I've watched the I watched about twenty minutes of the first episode, but I put it on late at night and then I paused. It. I was like, oh my gosh, this episode's an hour and a half long. They're long. I was like, all right, they're very eventful. The the episodes there's okay. a lot happens in them. They're pretty violent. Uh, they're pretty rough. So it's definitely not with kids in the room, uh, okay. but it is, uh, it's a soap opera for men really is what it's about. 
it's oh, it's perfect. like it's totally soapy and there's lots of action but nothing ever really changes it's they're always mad and trying to save their <laughs> land and it's awesome all right the, we won't talk anymore all about right. yellowstone we'll save that for the for no the more, next podcast no we gotta we gotta end this we gotta wrap this up we gotta end this we gotta end yep. truly end season one of the christmas <sighs> countdown show there will be more fun and hijinks and celebrations uh, to come, <laughs> but we do want to say yes. one more time that we love all of you guys who've been listening. We appreciate yes. the fact that you've clicked and, and spent time with us. Uh, we appreciate the fact that you've sent us messages and, and wrote reviews. We really do. Uh, it just means so much to us. And so, you know, we hope that you will stick with us for our uh, middle of the year uh, podcast that will be information to come. But at the very least, make sure you come back for season two of the Christmas Countdown show yes. that will be starting in probably October, uh, mid-October of, of oh, yeah. next year. Or I guess, yeah, of next year because it's still December right now. Um, but we, we love you guys. Thank you for all of the joy that you've sent to our lives this Christmas season. Uh, we hope that we've brought you a little bit of Christmas cheer. Uh, and I guess for one last final time, Danny, as we say on every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's right, Danny. Happy <laughs> New Year, everybody. All right. We'll catch you on the flipper. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. The flipper? Yeah. Catch you on the flip side. Thank <laughs> you.